Hello, everyone. I'm Justin Oliveris. And I'm Carrie Clements. We are the co-hosts of Food Service for Thought. Not sure how you got here, but we are so glad that you did. Food Service for Thought is a podcast that shares the thoughts and insights from professionals in all areas of the food service industry to transparently unite and strengthen the business of serving food to the public, no matter where they are. We will be talking to food service professionals like chefs, restaurant owners, nutritionists, dietitians, caterers, pastry chefs, kitchen designers, restaurant interior designers, farmers, food manufacturers, restaurant equipment manufacturers, and pretty much anyone who might have anything to do with the food that you eat. So, if you love food, if you are curious about all aspects of the food service and hospitality industry and want to be sure there are always great places to enjoy food, this is your kind of podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Food Service for Thought podcast. I am Justin here with Carrie. Carrie, how the hell are you? I am doing fabulous. I know we took a quote in quote summer break and it's almost October. So I've, I've been devastated. I haven't got to talk to you as much as usual. I know we have missed each other muchly. So, well, thank you everyone for listening. It is so great to be back recording again. Uh, we took a few months off, as Carrie said, we went to podcast boot camp. We got rid of the dad bod and we are back with an updated uh, vibe, slew of new guest interviews, new topics. We're going to talk to owners of taco shops, breweries, cigar shops, donut shops. We're going to rank Halloween candy, so get ready for that. We're going to rank cereal. We're going to be on location in the upcoming months at wineries. Uh, We're going to be going consistently to local restaurants in the Houston and Dallas-Fort Worth area and giving our reviews on those. Uh, We're going to be streaming some videos on our Instagram pages. Basically, we're putting the (laughs) F-U-N back in food. Uh, even though there's no U or N in the word food, but you get what we're saying. So uh, with all of that being said, Carrie, what is on tap for today? Well, Justin, um, I thought I'd talk to you about how to flat iron your hair, even though it's Thank you. That'd be great. shorter. Um, I know you wanted to, to talk about that. Also, I thought we could, um, we could uh, review some restaurants around town an excuse to go try new places and uh, talk about uh, what we noticed and the culinary experience. That's true. And, and, you know, unrelated, what a surprise it's going to be on my expense report with $180 <laughs> for lunch three times a week for podcasts. But hey, whatever. <laughs> yes. No, we wanted to review some restaurants. We, You and I had kind of talked about this over the last couple of months that um, part of what we should do with this podcast is also just go try restaurants in the local area, uh, support local businesses. And when we have these restaurants uh, experiences to uh, to share them with everybody else and, and hopefully that other people will want to go and, and hopefully grow that restaurant's business uh, just by word of mouth and, and people listening. So um, I actually went to a, a great restaurant that I've been to a bunch of times. Uh, it's called Crush Taco, and it's located in Frisco, uh, Texas, which is north of Dallas by about 20, 30 miles. And it's been open for a couple of years. Um, so I've been there a bunch of times with my neighbors. Uh, my neighbor actually across the street was the one who recommended that we go. So we had been a bunch of times, um, and it's a really cool place. Uh, so I went there this past week for lunch, took a couple of pictures. We'll put that on our Instagram page, uh, Food Service for Thought Instagram. Put it on the gram. Uh, and uh, the IG. so to kind of the IG, that's right. Yes. <clears throat> as, a, as me sitting here at 38 is trying to still hold on to uh, any youth that I can. <laughs> but for Crush Taco, uh, sort of the vibe when you walk in, it's it's kind of like a fast casual counter service, kind of walk up, 
place your order. Uh, one thing I thought it's really cool, though, is even though it is sort of a counter service, they still have, uh, from a drink perspective, even though I went on lunch, they still have, from a drink perspective, um, a, a good variety of alcohol choices for local beers, uh, margaritas. They've got Topo Chico, water, soda, a bunch of drinks like that. So I, it's pretty, I thought, pretty robust uh, drink menu for being sort of a counter service place. But their big thing, crushed tacos, as you can imagine, they serve cheeseburgers. No, I'm kidding. It's all tacos. Taco cheeseburgers? Yeah, taco cheeseburgers, yes. So a lot of tacos, they, they have some salads, they have some uh, bowls, but their their claim to fame, obviously, is, is tacos, and they do a great job with it. So I actually ordered two tacos. I ordered a fried chicken elotes-style taco, which was like a buttermilk fried chicken with the elotes corn, which is like the Mexican street corn, um, and then some cheese. And then I ordered barbacoa-style braised beef, um, and that was also awesome. Uh, pickled red onions, all that kind of stuff on a flour tortilla. Uh, so I had two of those with a Topo Chico. I thought it was fantastic. One of my big takeaways from it, and I don't know, Carrie, if you've had this at some of the places that you've eaten at, is a lot of times when you go out to lunch, especially during the work week, there's sort of a risk of like, hey, I want to get something good. I don't want to just get you know a salad with dressing on the side, but I also don't want to feel you know, like I need a four hour nap, uh, after lunch. Cause I still have half a work day. So I thought this place has done in the past. And, and this time when I was there also did a great job of sort of giving indulgent food, if you will. I mean, fried chicken tacos, that sounds pretty awesome, but I didn't walk away feeling like stuffed, um, like it was greasy. I didn't feel any of that. So I walked away feeling like, Hey, I had great tacos, but I can still get through the rest of my day. And I thought that's pretty cool. And especially if you're kind of in sales or you're out and about for work all day, like you don't want to have that just, you know, bogging you down the rest of the day. Did you say, had you been there before? Yes. Yeah. I've been there a bunch of times because it's only a couple of miles from my house. Yeah. Okay. You did say. And yeah. does Fake Beth like the crushed taco place also? Yes. Fake Beth, my, yes, she does. Uh, fake Beth, for anybody that doesn't know, is my wife. And everybody calls her Fake Beth because it took me, I think, a year to uh, introduce her to uh, everybody at uh, Forbes, Heber, and Wallace. So she is real. <laughs> and our, da- our daughter is real also. Um, Though I've yet to see her. Yes. Yeah, so she's fake, fake daughter. Fake, fake baby. Yeah. Fake baby. But yes, yeah, so the, yes, Beth likes it. Um, it's, it's really cool. They have a couple of TVs in there, uh, you know, with Sports Center, the game or whatever going on. So that, that's cool as well. And they, they were pretty fast. So everything was fresh, made to order, but it was still pretty quick turnaround. So that was, that was pretty cool. And the owner's name is, is Mo. Um, he's actually a really cool guy. And I think it's really neat to see a local business in the neighborhood that I live in that's been open for a couple of years, still doing very well. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Maybe you can get Mo to be a guest on the podcast. I would love it. And I actually did mention that to him. And he, he asked for our information and said he'd be in touch in the next week or so to possibly do that. So maybe in the next couple of months, uh, we can get him on as well. That'd be that'd be super fun. He's got to yeah. vet us. So, but, we have to be vetted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So hopefully this positive review uh, of his restaurant will, will help uh, grease the wheels on that, right? For anybody that wants to know, their website is crushtaco.com. And if anybody lives in uh, the Dallas area, their address is 11445 Dallas Parkway uh, up in Frisco. And it's right on the corner of the Tollway and El Dorado. So if you're familiar with the area, you know exactly where that is. Uh, it is north. It's far north. But, hey, we like it up here in Frisco, Little Elm. So be nice. Uh, so that is my short, uh, very formal, positive review, very professional, polished, positive review of Crush Taco. Go eat there. The tacos are awesome. All right, so I guess you're going to take me there 
when I'm in town. Although I'm never really in your neck of the woods. I'm always by the office. So perhaps you could yeah. pick it up and bring it to the office. I'll be there twice in October, just FYI. So FYI. Oh, yeah. Well, and also, uh, they also do breakfast tacos. And I have picked those up for customers before for different meetings that we've had. And even gone there, I think, for brunch one morning and had those. And they're awesome as well. You know, the chorizo and brisket and uh, the egg, roasted potatoes, all that kind of stuff. Re- really, really good breakfast tacos. I love breakfast tacos. Yeah, I'm starving. If you'll excuse me, I'm just going to go get a taco. I am too. Um, so, you know, the restaurant that I visited, it was the first time that I went. And um, I wasn't going to talk about them because my visit was a bit disappointing. But instead of rehashing that, I think I will call them and tell them about my experience so that they know I'm not going to put it on any of the review sites because I noticed that people will give a restaurant like one chance and then butcher them. And people have bad days at restaurants, just like we have bad days and things happen. Um, Having said that, the the food was really good and and different. And so that's why I decided to go ahead and talk about them. And, and the restaurant I went to is called Viola and Agnes's Neo Soul Cafe. And as you know, I live between uh, Houston and Kima, I mean, uh, Galveston, in the Kima area. And this place is over off of Upper Bay Road. It's actually just kind of across the street from NASA. And um, oh, yeah, 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 it's it's neat. It's in a strange strip center. And um, I imagine if they found kind of a neater, cooler location, they would um, they would do better. But anyway, so but the food, it's I, I don't know the owner's name. And I do want to go back and give them another chance because the, the food is really good. I think one of the things that might have happened is there was a large part, a large table there. And um, since it's the chef owner does everything himself, I think, um, you know, that probably tied things up because it was a pretty big party. So anyway, uh, like I said, they, they have uh, the chef is the owner and he cooks everything uh, he was hustling back there and how he got pretty much everybody at that large table's food out close to the same time. I'm not sure, um, but that must be his superpower <laughs> because uh, da, 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 yeah, da, da, da. seriously, I don't because this is all he had two fryers going and then um, I think a four burner. I couldn't see over the deal, but he 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 got most of those out at the same time. So that was pretty good. One thing that we ordered, you know, because we're trying it out. So we each decided, um, I went with uh, Chris Waltman and Hoyt Toddy, our, our co-workers, and um, we decided we'd each get something different so we could try. And then we've got um, pork rinds. They homemade pork rinds, like right out of the fryer oh, yeah. with roumelade sauce. This roumelade sauce was so good. And these pork rinds, at first I was like, mm, not feeling it. And then after, you know, two or three, I had to try them. Uh, it got better and better. So they were really, really good. And then I tried them with the Creole. I mean, the uh, Creole, the um, Rumelade salt. Yes, it was so good. It was so good. And I had ordered, um, I ordered, and I'm going to post pictures of our, our lunches, but I ordered a fried catfish, which was really fresh, and uh, collard greens, which were yummy. And uh, I had something else. What did I have? 
I can't remember. Maybe I'll look at the picture. Oh, black eyed peas make the trifecta of the. You know what? They didn't have black eyed peas. The catfish peas. dish. Mm-mm. What? No. no black eyed peas in Texas. There was no black eyed peas. What? It, I know. Well, it's Creole, so was it going to be? Is that a, are black eyed peas Creole thing? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, um, I'm looking back to see the picture that I thought I sent you, but I guess I didn't. Anyway, it was good. And uh, Chris had a uh, etouffee. It was spicy. He liked it. And I don't remember what Hoyt had other than he he really, he tried both of ours and loved his the best. He's like, that's that's what I'm getting. So that was good. It was kind of a funky vibe, like mixed match chairs and tables. And then um, they had one wall with probably 20 clocks on it, which was kind of hilarious. And it was counter service also. And then, you know, they had um, sweet tea, regular tea, lemonade and water. Help yourself kind of deal. And then uh, sodas. If if, um, we don't drink at lunch during the day, as you know. But if you were wanting to bring in beer or wine, they had like a corkage fee. But you could do that. So anyway, it's kind of cool. And I'll try them again. Give them a call because I'm not going to post a bad review. You mentioned something interesting. If I could do a little aside, take a side road here for a second. When you just mentioned a corkage fee, earlier this summer, back in May, uh, my wife and I went with another couple to Napa Valley for a couple couple of days, um, and that was awesome in and of itself. I could we could do twelve podcasts on all the awesome food and wine we had. But uh, one of the things that one of the people told us when we were on a, a tour of the winery was that they said they always bring their own bottles of wine when they go out to eat to restaurants. And we asked, well, how does that play then with the corkage fee? Or do some places get offended? Or does it sort of you know, defeat the purpose? Not only are you bringing a nice bottle of wine, but you're also having to pay for a corkage fee. And the, uh, the person uh, that was giving us the tour said what he always does, and he was talking about nice, nicer restaurants, not necessarily, um, or like more elaborate sit-down restaurants, that kind of thing, is that he'll bring like a six-pack or a 12-pack of beer even just inexpensive beer, and he'll ask that they give that to the uh, kitchen and let the the cooks in the kitchen have a beer on on them and ask them to cork uh, the wine for them. And he said that always ends up being something where they waive the corkage fee, and it ends up being roughly about the same cost. You know, 12-pack of beer is about the same cost of what you would end up getting as a corkage fee. But then they also, he said, you know, and he said it sort of ended up being a byproduct, but it was something where all of a sudden now they're best friends with the kitchen and the kitchen is sending them, you know, one, two, and three extra appetizer dishes and and this and that. And he said that they also encourage the server to pour a glass for themselves uh, for the wine that they open. So I thought that was pretty neat. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's easy when you work in Napa and you've got, you know, a, a garage full of... Uh, <laughs> great wine just sitting there that you can take but i thought that was interesting so when you just said corkage fee uh, not applicable to our lunch uh, restaurant reviews but if you are going somewhere for dinner that might be a cool way for you to make friends with the kitchen i know i certainly anytime uh, any of the customers bought the kitchen a, a round of beers uh, when i was cooking i certainly appreciated that so that, that's just something interesting to share yeah i i i don't know if in texas can servers have a i don't know I'm not sure. I don't know either. Um, but we actually did that the the next night. We went to a restaurant in Napa, and we brought 
two of our own bottles of wine and then we stopped and got a six pack of beer for the kitchen and we did that and the exact same thing happened like we got like four appetizers they just brought out for free um, the kitchen appreciated the beer and the, the server took a glass of one of our bottles of wine and it was like we were like kings of the restaurant okay <laughs> it's pretty weird but i'm picturing like rolling up into a nice restaurant you know really nice restaurant with your your 12 pack of whatever bud lighter natty ice but, <laughs> <laughs> your pbr except right. for pbr is a thing now it is it's a hipster thing it's a hipster thing i did not know that i you know i had no idea because in my day it wasn't it wasn't top of the list for you know a beer connoisseur and when i was in um where was i in canada uh, a couple years ago i was in uh, where, newfoundland actually and um had pbr for the first time and my canadian friends were making fun of me that i had to go to canada to have peps blue ribbon for the first time yeah seriously <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I thought it was pretty good you know I've... um it's it's not no i'm just kidding it's fine <laughs> um so anyway so that's the moral of the story when you go out to lunch bring two bottles of wine and a 12 pack of <laughs> pbr and they won't charge you a corking fee makes total sense it does make total sense. I'm going to try that today because Monday's, it's, it started off as a weird Monday. What about you? Uh, same. Yeah. Same. We were talking before the mics went on. You just, I've had a, a little run in with just sort of when random things don't go your way. Um, and then you can either choose to get super upset about it or just roll with it. But just, you know, little things that like, really, like, really, this has to happen. You know, it's like, that's the day that you uh, spill coffee grounds all over the kitchen floor and, you know, bump your head as you're cleaning it up. And you know, <laughs> the garbage bag bottom breaks as you're taking the garbage out. It's like that kind of thing. It's and like, your, really? your co-host forgot to push the record button. Seriously, Yeah, so we Carrie? had to do part of this again. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I forgot yeah, to so tell one you. Of those kind of things, um, one of the things, I, I definitely want to take you to this, this restaurant, um, provided my second visit is good. They had um, jalapeno blueberry coleslaw, believe it or not, was good. And then Chris wow. had um, candied sweet potatoes. I'm not a big sweet potato fan. I know they're really good for you. I want to like them. I've tried them in different ways. They were really good there. And yes, they were candied, but still, that... that that hasn't ever made a difference before. They were they were good. So maybe when I go back, I'll just get collard greens, jalapeno, blueberry, coleslaw, and uh, the sweet potato, candied sweet potato. Candied sweet potato. Yes. Yeah. You know, and that's something like we're coming up on the holidays here, right? Thanksgiving and Christmas and sweet potatoes are, are a big part of that for a lot of people. And people say the same thing. Oh, sweet potatoes are healthy. I'm like, they're not healthy when they're when they're <laughs> candied and you have three pounds of marshmallow fluff on top of them. Like that's they're not a vegetable anymore. That's a dessert. So I I love sweet potatoes. I know a lot of people don't. And to those people, I'd say, well, you're just dumb. You don't get it. Sweet potatoes are awesome. That was a very so broad a, sweeping judgment of not yes. not sweet potato eaters. Just a just a takedown of non sweet <laughs> potato eaters. That's right. I'm coming for you, folks. <laughs> So um, can we do this again? Because this is a good excuse to get me to try foods. Um, I, I want to, the past couple of years, I would say I've become more of an adventurous eater trying different foods. But there was a time when uh, people would say, well, you know, where do you want to go for lunch? Or what do you want for dinner? I'd say, well, no ease food. In other words, no Chinese, no Taiwanese, no Japanese, no ease food. Only like American, Mexican, Italian, 
Okay. There was a, a solid theme there. Sure. But I, I have started um, trying a lot more types of foods, and which is good because um, I, I probably didn't have many vegetables a week, and now I, I really have enjoyed them. But um, my husband will be thrilled because he loves, like, Thai food, and it seems like the weirder the food, the more he likes it also. So what if we do kind of try places that we we wouldn't normally and then talk about it here. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I've got a, a few places in mind that I don't normally try, and I've even got some places in mind that I've been wanting to try. So I'm, I'm super excited, and uh, we'll, we'll have to do that for the next recording. Okay. All right. Should we, should we pick like a type of restaurant or just see what happens and go from there? Well, we talked about having our random restaurant generator. And when you Did push you, the button, it goes to automatically select our restaurants. But I don't know if it's working yet. Try it out. Um, try it. There was an issue with the circuit board. Let's try it yeah. here. And I'll push it. And it lands on Carrie. <laughs> wow, that's weird. Am I picking for me? <laughs> You're picking for you. But wait. Wait. Am I There's picking? more. Yeah. Oh, no, the sorry. thing's Put picking. You're somewhere else. Okay. Yeah, the restaurant. You. Yes. Yeah. Do it again, and then have it pick for me, and you tell me what it picked. Okay. I hope it's still working. Yeah. Push the button again. Okay. It stopped. Now, who's it supposed to land on? You or me? It's me, and it's picking for me. What what kind of food am I going to eat? Oh, uh, you are going to pick Thai food. Oh shit! Wow, it said Thai food. Yeah, that's what I was afraid of. Okay, Thai food before our next recording. All right. Okay. This this will be my first. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay, here we go. Push in the button. Oh, it landed on me. Can you read what it says from there, Carrie, or do I have to read it? <laughs> yes, I can. And it says that you should try organ meats. I don't think it said that. That wasn't one of the options on the random restaurant I think it, generator. I, I think it said that. I think it said organ this, meats. This cannot be something where it turns into <laughs> us just lambasting each other at all these horrible restaurants. <laughs> Well, <laughs> you know, organ meats. <laughs> Look, there's a place down here called Gilhulies that has chicken gizzards and chicken liver. They fry them up. It's good. It's a southern thing. But maybe do it again and you tell me what the random restaurant selector says for you. Okay, I'll try it again. Here we go. Last time. Up, oh, it landed on me. Mm. How about that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it said coffee shop food. Coffee shop food. Wow, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's such a such a struggle. I have to go eat Thai food for the first time, and you can have scones and lemon bread. No, I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm. I there's a there's a place actually um, in in uh, the area that I've been wanting to try food wise. Um, I know they have good coffee, but I've been wanting to try food wise. So I will I will check that out, and we will report back. And also, we're going to be recording here again in the next week or so. And upcoming episodes, right, we're going to have some some uh, restaurants and and customers that we're going to be talking with. And also, we're going to be ranking our Halloween candy uh, as we get closer to Halloween. So I don't know if you have any thoughts on that, but I'm telling you right now, candy corn, I am crushing you. So get ready. What? Yes. Oh, my God. I'm just telling you, get ready. If candy corn needs to get in... Get prepared, get mentally prepared, get emotionally prepared. Then now they they got a month head start. Like you're gonna Over, do most overrated candy in the world. What? 
Just no, I mean, I'm taking a poll. Push it all into the ocean. I'm taking a poll of the seven and a half people that I'm very close to and finding out what they think about that first. Well, so we are going. We should have a poll on our Instagram page for that for the Halloween oh my candy. God, we so totally you and I will. Should. So you and I will each when we get to our top picks for Halloween candy, then we will put that on the poll on Instagram, and then we'll let people vote on who is the ultimate winner of our super scientific poll. First of all, you know. I have the password to the Instagram, so I think we can totally say how that's going to go. I think people yeah. should people should put on there what their favorite what their favorite candy is too. Halloween candy. I Halloween yes, candy. I would like that as well. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, so that's some of the fun stuff we have coming up. We're going to be doing some recordings here shortly, so we're pretty excited. Uh, thank you everybody for for hanging with us and for listening in the past and supporting us uh, and we're really excited about the upcoming episodes we think they're going to be super fun super informative we're going to kind of go all over the place in the food service industry we're both pretty excited to be back recording uh, I don't know if you have any parting thoughts for for the upcoming episodes I I, I just have this to say I think um, because we're so spread out in Texas and Oklahoma uh, Forbes Humor Wallace has has salespeople um, everywhere in Texas and Oklahoma if you are a restaurant or you are listening to us and you know of a restaurant or a, maybe not a restaurant, maybe it's a coffee shop or a brewery or um, anywhere that sells food to the public, give us a shout out on Instagram or tag them so we can um, maybe try them out while we're in that their neck of the wood. And it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be a local place. It can be a chain that's got great service. Um, we sell we sell to everybody. Um, so if it's a, a chain, great new menu item, or they change things up, or there was a great server, whatever, tell us your um, your thoughts or or point us in the right direction, and we'll go try it out on Instagram at FHW Inc. Great. And what is our uh, food service for thought Instagram page? Do you have that handle? Yes, it is food service for thought. <laughs> All right, so we went real original on that. Um, great to hear. Super excited. Um, all right, so that is it for every uh, everyone. Thank you for listening for this episode. Uh, welcome back to everyone who is listening, and welcome to everyone who might have been a first-time listener. Uh, we will be back soon with new episodes, and that is all we have. Thank you for listening. I'm Justin. I'm Carrie. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the Food Service for Thought podcast with Carrie and Justin. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And really, even if you didn't, we'd really love it if you leave a positive comment on iTunes. At the very least, please give us a thumbs up and be sure to check in for our next episode. Thanks again. Have a great day. Bye-bye.